It's time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity, and she joins us this morning. Good morning, Lori. Good morning. How are you, Simi? Good. Thank you. Let's talk about the markets because it sounds like between yesterday and today, it's been a <laughs> roller coaster ride. Yeah, exactly. Since last week, actually. Um, you know, markets are slightly lower when you look at the past week, but definitely more volatile. Uh, you saw the Dow have a huge drop there on Monday, over 700 points, uh, only to rebound on Tuesday and today again. And even if you look at the S&P as well, uh, same sort of movement. And and why is that? Well, obviously, uh, ongoing concerns about the Delta variant. And uh, we're seeing countries with lower uh, vaccination rates, uh, seeing a third wave. And I guess this is kind of the market hasn't got too worried over COVID numbers for a long time, but it looks like, you know, the COVID kind of honeymoon is going to be delayed uh, for some time if that continues, right? We need to see more people vaccinated and we need to see those numbers coming down, not uh, reversing and moving higher again. Um, but again, you know, what investors are looking at is earnings season. And, you know, when we're looking at earnings, earnings are coming in pretty strong, even though we've only had 10% of companies report so far. Uh, but that's also very positive. So what you're seeing is investors buying in on weakness. Also, we're seeing lower volume just because it's summer in general, right? We have lower trading volume. So things can be magnified on the downside as well as the upside. Uh, Exactly what we've seen over the past uh, three trading days. Okay. So is this at all impacting what's been going on in the economy? Like, will it see the underlying numbers? Uh, you know, we could. It depends. Um, at this point, it doesn't look like that. Uh, I mean, here in Canada, uh, no, you know, we're doing well. Uh, things are moving in the right direction. But of course, if you look at the U.S., certain states and so on uh, have a, a real rise uh, in numbers. So so we'll have to see that going forward. But overall, economic numbers still have been strong, right? So, so we think that was a short-term sell-off over, um, you know, looking longer term. We're still bullish on markets. And again, sometimes these... <clears throat> <clears throat> two or three day sell offs provide opportunities where we're able to get positions into companies or stocks that, you know, ran away from us during, uh, during kind of the uptick there. So, so again, it's not always bad when you see that, although, you know, investors do tend to get a little worried, right? Nobody likes to see the Dow uh, off that much or markets in general. Uh, But again, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, Things are still moving in the right direction in terms of the economy. Okay. That's good to know because I think a lot of people are also thinking about their own futures, right? Sorting out their finances for that, maybe not their own or perhaps helping their parents because that's something a lot of people have to do. A lot of people have to do. And, you know, we've been uh, talking to a lot of clients about that lately. Um, you know, we tend to deal with the entire family, um, not just, you know, the grandparents or the parents or, you know, and so there is a, a big discussion on helping your aging parents with their finances, right? And and when you're looking at, you know, how do you start that conversation? Well, you know, 25% of Canadians uh, are caregivers at this time. So, you know, when you're a caregiver, it's not just about the day-to-day, making sure that they're taken care of, uh, looking after their health, getting them to doctor's appointments. It's also uh, ensuring that they have financial health, right? So that you're helping them manage their finances. If you are that trusted person, um, then maybe it's time to have that open communication and have that conversation. Okay, but what, like, that must be, it's a hard thing to prepare for, right? Because there's a lot of emotions involved. A ton of emotions, but um, it's one of those things that you have to talk about as people um, age, right? And things you're talking about is, is choosing living options, you know, planning your estate, 
finding adequate arrangements to help with your day-to-day needs. Because even though families uh, tend to be the first caregiver, um, you know, later on, it could become more difficult for you to, to do what you need to do for that family member. So it is important to have that conversation. In terms of money and finances, I think what's really important is to make sure that uh, they have things organized, right? So, and, and that you know where things are. That's another thing, right? Like locating important documents. So like, uh, you know, knowing where the power of attorney is, the will, uh, do they have any insurance policies? Um, you know, all members, uh, part of your parents' estate management team should be uh, able to contact each other in case anything happens. So again, what we do, there's, we actually have a, an estate planning booklet that a financial planner had provided us. And so this is kind of like, Everything you want, uh, you know, a family member to know or your executor, uh, but not until you're gone or until you're not able to make those decisions. And in there can have all the account numbers, uh, you know, where you're holding all of your assets, uh, any security passwords that you need somebody to know, right? That's another huge one, right? Oh, yeah. We're managing managing things online, like banking online and so on. And so, so it is important to have somebody that you trust. And if you don't have that person, you can always hire a trust company, remember. So, so again, it's, it's about opening up that dialogue and making sure that, uh, you know, mom and dad are, are cared for as they age. And again, not just with their health, but also with their financial health. Wait, you can hire a company to do all that, like to all that important financial stuff. Because I'd imagine people are kind of reluctant to give that away to somebody. Yeah, you, you can. There are trust companies. I mean, um, some of the banks have trust uh, trust departments, I guess I would call it, um, as well as independent trust companies, which I prefer. A lot of times their costs are less and they're just independent uh, and they can step in, right? And, and even if you're a family member that isn't sure uh, how to get things organized, you can actually hire a trust company after the fact to even help you. So, so yeah, they can go as far as paying your monthly bills or not nearly as far as just stepping in as power of attorney if you need someone to do so. Because a lot of people, <clears throat> sorry, have kids that live in other countries, don't live nearby. So uh, again, they actually have to pay for those services. So again, if you could have a family member step in, that's obviously better. But uh, if you need a trust company, they're out there for you. And and we uh, often advise clients that they, they may need their services. Well, that's a little bit tricky, I think, in some families, right? Because if you've got multiple children, you, I don't know, sometimes I think a parent might be comf- not comfortable picking one child to look after all this versus the other children. Might be better to get somebody from outside <laughs> the family to do this. You're right. And that's why it's also important to bring in, you know, a, a trusted third party. So that's why I'm, I'm often in the room. Um, you know, in terms of, um, you know, naming an executor, let's say for your will, it's not a gift, uh, to your children. It, it's, it's a lot of work. So I have had that conversation. Someone may have, you know, three children. Who do I choose? And I'm saying, uh, you know, choose the one that's best, uh, with, you know, financial things that may understand some of this. Uh, that is also close in proximity uh, because they have to go get your mail, all that kind of stuff. So, so again, having that conversation with the other siblings or other children uh, that, you know, it's, it's not a matter of choice, but a, a matter of this just makes mo- most, the most sense for our uh, family situation. And, and you have that conversation. But again, it's about open communication. But a lot of parents are a little reluctant to, to be talking about their finances uh, with their children. But I find as you age, 
Uh, a lot of people in their 80s and 90s are much more open to that conversation. But sometimes by that point, uh, it's more difficult to do any tax planning and, and really get things done. What you want to make sure, though, is that all the beneficiaries are up to date on your parents' accounts. You want to make sure that they do have a power of attorney. You want to make sure that their will is updated. So those are just a few things that you can take uh, from our conversation today uh, and just start having uh, that talk with your aging yes. parents. Excellent idea. Thank you for that, Lori. Thank you so much, Simi. Have a great week. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski, the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. And remember, you can contact Lori and her team directly. Their number is 604-695-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.